different type of idea that mm -hmm. I think what they should do. There should be a way of selling back the games. Like, um, they go on about like the um, pre-owned market killing, like, and it does. And that's what Xbox One tried to do, try and like eradicate digital copies. But we're not ready for that, right, in no. the moment. Especially when they give you a 500 gig hard drive. Yeah. That's that's bad. <laughs> that was a full, a full part, wasn't it? So I think if you're going to get digital copies, firstly, they should just... They should be cheaper, obviously, which they're not. They're more expensive. I know, because yeah. they've, they've got all these deals with all the other company, like mm -hmm. shops and stuff. Oh. So it should be cheaper. And secondly, when you don't like a game or when you finish with it, you should be able to sell it back. I'm sure you can do that with Steam. I'm sure there is a way all of right, doing it. Yeah. But um, directly through, like, say, like Xbox Marketplace. I don't, I don't think they would ever say, yeah, you can sell it back to us, even at half the price. But you could maybe have... Like a file swap shop. Oh, that's so, good. Yeah, yeah. So, so I got... swap that game for that game. Yeah. Yeah, like like my destiny, which uh, I've deleted it, but I still own that. If I want to reinstall it, I can. Yeah. Um, you own the license to it. Yeah. So it. that's mine, and you could have a game that you don't like, and we'll just swap them over. That's a good so idea. So my file disappears, you get it. I get yours. If if but Xbox got it, they like, wouldn't want to do that because they want to sell you the if, game. If they got a fee, like a small fee. For doing it, mm -hmm. like you like had a transaction pay, fee, yeah, like so. um, I don't know, two or three quid. Yeah, I'm sure that. Would and be you could good. do it as many times as you like, but you have to pay the fee. A bit like changing your game attack, how you have to pay, don't you, yeah, to change yeah. your game attack? So similar sort so of thing. Fee, yeah. The game's out there. Get something. It's it, it, you may as well as it's just going to sit. Your license is going to sit with you. So that's it. Yeah, you're just transferring the license, aren't you, to another gamer? Yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. They aren't making because ideally they would want you, so like you to buy my. A destiny of your own, and neither ah, buy, yeah. say, I know a Witcher, of, and so really they wouldn't be making money. But then it might be it's likely to be a case where I go, I don't really play this, and you go, oh well, I'll I'll give it a go. Mm -hmm. You're not going to pay forty quid for it, but if you can pay five, you go, yeah, it might be worth it. So say like pick a title, Destiny or Witcher, right? Mm -hmm. Witcher three. I wonder how how many people have bought it, like box versions of it. And I wonder how many people have downloaded it, like digital copies. And I wonder what the percentage difference is, because I I would honestly say that I don't I don't know many people who down download the games, buy them at full price. The way for like the say, digital ones, you mean? Yeah, I'll, the digital. Sorry, the way for like yeah. the. Well, I do. I buy if it's a game I know that I'll play. Right. Like The Witcher and Fallout and stuff like that. I'll buy the digital copy. But if it's something like recently Rainbow Six Siege, I wasn't sure. Mm -hmm. Tom kind of tried to sell it to me, so I went and bought it. I've got the disc of that, and I'm games I'm not a hundred percent on. I'll buy the disc so I can at least get something back. Well, you can trade it in, yeah. Either. Yeah, but the digital copies are reserved for me for ones I know that I won't need to sell that back because I'll play it again and again. But I agree with you paying full price because the only game that I paid full price for was. Um, Fallout 4 so far this generation mm. because I was so sure and I'm kicking myself with that because I still haven't started it properly so I wish I'd held off I never would have known hindsight's a wonderful thing but you I never see, would have known this, this is this is me right this is just me purely talking see I like a game Fallout 4 we'll talk about we'll say that right I want that game I'll buy it boxed mm -hmm. and this is why I won't buy it digital my internet connection slows for how big is the the it's what we'll say it's 20 30 gig an easy 30 i think right 
that's probably going to take a day to download for me, right? So I've got a day of that to download. And likelihood is it's more expensive. And when I finish it, I can't do anything with the game. I can't get anything back from it or anything. Who was your ISP, Ross? BT. Oh, okay. I had Sky beforehand. Yeah. If you want to talk about leagues of like annoyance, try well, Sky's your broadband provider. We're looking for a... Well, it's early days, but we're looking to get a house ourselves at some point. Obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, we were looking at different areas and Kelly told me because my, my two stipulations are it has uh, to have virgin I have to have a garden that's my only two real stipulations well if you want a garden do you want a front and back or no just, no just a um, nice just uh, just like a well oblong, people who are listening to the podcast you're like, a, you're like a little project don't you like, like a garden, little project yeah, for yeah. your hedgehogs and I like to keep my garden tidy at the front and the back right that's exactly how it's supposed to That's sound. That's exactly what it was sounding like in my head as well. Kelly told me that apparently all of the new houses they're building, this is <laughs> this is pretty much verbatim, all of the new houses they're building don't have Virgin. That's just the way it is now. So we're just going to have to find a house that doesn't necessarily have Virgin. I said... That's the most ridiculous thing anyone's ever <laughs> said to me. That's like, uh, that, don't that is my one don't rule. talk to me like that about stupid things because <laughs> well, that's ridiculous. It's behind the uh, candelabra here, isn't it? Yes. Um, she stopped bleeding pretty quickly after that beating, to be honest. No, actually, in reality, I'm the one that takes the beating. Hey, welcome to part two of episode nine. Welcome to you two. Yeah, I think you two are here. How's Bono? <laughs> Bono's fine. <laughs> We've got some new drinks. We're f- refreshed. I've got quite a hoppy uh, golden champion by the Badger Brewery. I'm very. I like, I like Badger. Good brewery, yeah. Really good brewery. First, I didn't use Thirsty Ferret and uh, another one. All really nice. Mm. Ferret and Fox. That's a lovely one. And you, Ross, have got. Is it Director's. What is it? Director's one. I can't remember. Is it nice? <laughs> it is, yeah. It's one of the. As that ones, it's quite. Uh, it's done the four for five or something like that. Four for five. Me and alcohol will get on, so... Um, <laughs> we go way back. Yeah. We'll get on like a house on yeah, fire. We'll <laughs> some fun together. So, yeah, lots to do in the second part Is of it? this. Uh, let's kick it off. Oh, what's this? We've like, got yeah, a letter. Fumbling. We've got a letter. A letter. Oh, I can't open it. This is embarrassing. I'm so excited, you shouldn't have stuck it down that much. Um, well, uh, the person who sent it shouldn't have stuck it down so much. <laughs> what I like about this bit is that you can hear you opening the letter. Oh, no. So it's actually real. Mm-hmm. Isn't, oh, this is my most, my favourite bit of opening the letter. That's it. Good thing. Okay. Alright. There we go. Yep. So we've had a letter, guys. I didn't tell you about this. I wanted it to be a nice surprise for you. I didn't realise people still did letters. It's just one-sided. There's not too much on it. Now, I don't know if you cast your mind back, Ross, to episode six, part right. two, when we had a, a fan letter, or it was a fan letter. Oh, aye. Yeah. Are you made up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Absolutely not. It right. was a genuine letter. Oh, I can't remember that. I remember at the time you claimed that I'd made up, if you remember <laughs> rightly. And Terry backed up your claims as well. Terry, man. Because oh, I miss that cause that's the sort of the sort of thing he does. He's easily led. Yeah. Let's say that. He's easily led and you led him. By a stronger, more powerful character like myself. Yeah. 
and you led him astray, you led him down the garden path, you, you, you took a few wrong turns, and I was very disappointed in him at that, on that day. But we made up, kissed, cuddled a bit, and we were fine. <laughs> this letter says, yes, I knew we had that letter from Simon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and I suppose kind of called him out a little bit by asking him if he if he was interested in possibly being on the show at some point uh-huh. to send our producers uh, an email. You email yeah. or a letter with producers. So the letter says to the Gonox Lair team. Mm. It's beautifully written. This letter. It's beautifully written. It's... I was enamoured to hear my words read out with such gusto on your wonderful podcast. I was, however, disappointed to have my existence brought into question. And to counteract that, I've drawn another picture, as you can see there. Oh, hi, yeah. Although this time, in my own blood, so that's why it's so red. Oh. I know this means there is no guarantee I exist. It could be anyone's blood. I'm painting quite a bad picture of myself here. Anyway, I'd love to come on the show and talk about computer games. Namely, my love for Spider-Man 2 on the PlayStation 2. Oh. How I missed watching Enemy of the State at my best friend's birthday party because I was playing Pokemon Red for the first time. Or how magnificently shit I am at Metal Gear Solid. Oh, it's come up again. Love to your moms, Simon <laughs> Dowling, who definitely exists. So what do you think? Should we get him on the show? I think I would like to meet this Simon Dowling. <laughs> if I haven't already. <laughs> and I was going to say, you may already have met him. may already have met him. Without you knowing. What do you think of that picture? I mean, it's got your likeness. It's, it's beautiful. It's isn't uncanny. It? I didn't realise I looked that good. It's that uncanny. Good. Uh, the penis is a bit off, but I shouldn't be doing that to you, though. Well, are you picking it's nothing up? Nothing we haven't been doing. Are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> are you picking like something up? And I'm... I was going to say it looks like I've dropped something, and I'm feverishly searching for it uh, while you assist. Yeah. <laughs> you assist Again, I don't know if I want to be in the same room with someone who's drawn pictures like that. In his own blood or someone's blood. Mm. I think we should just do it. What's more it. comfortable if it was his own blood or someone else's blood? Well, if it's somebody else's, then he could still, he would still need to exist in order to have got that blood out of them. Yeah, but that other yeah. person, how are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> how are That's they? my. Shall we get my them on worry? The show? Are they, are they all Can right? Are they fully healthy? <laughs> Episode 10 Tom Ross and a corpse. <laughs> so, Simon will be in touch. Right. We'll be in touch with you. Thank you very much for uh, sending in that letter. Yes, thank you, Simon. I look forward to hearing about your killings and stuff. And as long as... Does he know, though, that, like, you've made me do, you have to sit here with nothing on, right near the window that's wide open. I'm I'm pretty cold. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, these... Whatever things you've got tied to me, they're they're not comfy. And the the wax... how big is this candle? You just mm. keep dripping this wax on. I can see that one's loosening up a bit. I'll just, I'll just tighten it. Hang on. <laughs> you alright? Yeah, I suppose. Are you familiar <laughs> with what cock and ball torture is? Because <laughs> Tom is. He's you are now. <laughs> is that what I'm experiencing right now? Yes. Then yes. <laughs> you can put a name to it now, though, you know? Hey, I saw Deadpool. Cool. I saw Deadpool on Tuesday. Really enjoyed it. You going to see it on? There is no plan of a time, but I definitely want to see it. Ryan Reynolds, as yeah, as previously gushed. I think Ryan Reynolds is perfect for that. He is. 
Uh, As we've seen before, it's sneakily in other films, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Dare I say a role made for him. Mm-hmm. That old cliche. Mm-hmm. Ah, he was perfect, absolutely perfect, and I really enjoyed the film. Good uh, yeah. I'd see it again. Yeah, good. Don't try us, because I will, I'll do it. There's, <laughs> this is perhaps a bigger conversation, I guess, but um, the trailers rubbed me up such a wrong way that I don't want to see the film. I don't think... It's funny because I like Mark Hermod as a um, movie reviewer and he has a tinny for comedy and stuff. But he said that the uh, Deadpool movie is really good. But he says it's a Marmite thing again. You either love it or you hate it. Mm. And that trailer for me made us angry. Mm. I, like, I just don't want to say that for him. I think so, the thing that a lot of people might struggle with with it being a superhero movie is the whole fourth wall thing which that's what he's yeah. known for that's his that's Deadpool's yeah. thing yeah. but I think a lot of people might think well what the hell is this why is this is this supposed to be funny that he's talking to us mm-hmm. uh, yes it is because that's what he does yeah on a larger picture now, I know like the Marvel Universe it, it's like he's a very different character in the Marvel Universe but I, I've just grew very tired of uh, Marvel films and this is just me personally yeah I just I, I kind of get away like I think I, I watched Ant-Man and I enjoyed it because it was a slight movie mm. but I just can't be bothered with them really mm. anymore would you agree that possibly the Marvel films of the modern day are more for the families and for the kids and then you've got the DC ones which seem to be written by someone sitting in a dark room going I want to make this superhero cool yeah and I want the adults who know these superheroes to enjoy it. That's the way I feel about Do you Marvel think the DC, DC are, are struggling for an identity almost though? Because um, Marvel are, are so ridiculously um, successful. Like, like regimented with the, the release dates and stuff yeah. and they've got like the cycles and phases They've got all the stuff. shows. I know DC have started doing that with Daredevil but there's a tonal difference with like a lot of the... Oh, Daredevil's totally. Marvel. Totally. Daredevil's Marvel. Oh, is it? It's uh, Arrow, oh, the Flash, oh. or uh, DC, and which are... Flash, yeah. It's Arrow, Flash, and Supergirl, or uh, the TV series. I would also say DC haven't got, like, the big names as big of a... Batman, like, Superman? Yeah, they do. And then who else? Um, Swamp Aquaman. Thing, which is class. <laughs> Aquaman, yeah. Seaman. Is that... Are you trying to say Seaman? Aquaman, Aquaman get in the no, sea. Seaman. <laughs> You've got, uh, you know, a seaman. And... Uh, What's long, hard, and full of semen? Submarine. An erect shaft. What's pink and hard? An erect shaft. A pig with a flick knife. Batman versus um, Superman. Do you think it looks good? The last trailer, the trailer before the one that's just been released, was horrific. (laughs) It it was almost laughable. It focused too much on Wonder Woman. I don't want Wonder Woman in there. It was was Uh, awful. Like They gave away so much of the plot. They showed Doom. And then this mm. last one that came out was was brilliant. Yeah. That was the trailer they should have shown. The Batman fight. Oh, no. it was and wonderful. The when uh, it it seems the little bit I picked up, which I liked, was Batman tries to run Superman over with a Batmobile, yeah, and, just and the car just bounces off Superman and into a wall. But the <laughs> bit where Superman rips off the the, the mm. front and Batman just I'll stands up and he just just squares up and makes yeah. wonderful imagery. Yeah, yeah. really good. There's some great. I think Ben Affleck's going to be fine. Yeah, that, that it's hard. It's I'm a Christian Bale fan. I think he's a, actually a good actor. They were brilliant um, films. They're my favorite films. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's going to be hard to follow Christian Bale unless 
Batman is written com- in a completely different way. And it, it seems I trust Ben Affleck. I think he'll be fine. It's and Zack Zach Snyder. I don't he, like. Uh, he's completely different to. Uh, the... <laughs> I don't like Ben Affleck's politics. I've got to say, mind you, but. Yeah, that doesn't mean he's a bad actor or director because Argo and that was amazing. So. He's going to make, there's rumours that he's going to make a standalone Batman film after this one called The Batman, right. which is a pretty cool title straight away. Mm-hmm. It's funny how recurring, like, Batman's been, like, you know, there's been some great games, films. Batman's been a it's recurring... Just a, it's just a brilliant character. He, he is yes, a good yes, character, yeah. The world's greatest detective, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Or that's that's Sherlock Holmes. No, that's it, that's it. He's got a lot of aliases. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ross. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, you were on death row. Right, yeah. What you done? What you're doing there? <laughs> no, see, you're on death row. Mm. I don't want to know what heinous act you committed to, to get there. What's your... Uh... Last meal? Yes. Well, it's funny you should say that because they abolished that recently. So Did they? Yeah. Oh, well, you're not getting one then. <laughs> no, I am. Um, I remember we used to read some Sunday paper, and uh, they had a picture of all the the most bizarre last meals. Yeah. And uh, they said as an interesting aside, but then seeing that they might have abolished it in one state, but it might be they still are going away. Yeah. I don't know because uh, I'd be more worried about the fact I'm going to die. Like, I, that's a good point. I think I would be. But see, see, you come to terms with it. You're like, they're going to do it. I at least want to gorge myself until I'm sick out of all my holes. Well, I would have fugu fish just for the fuck of it. What's that? Is that the one that, from Fugu's, The Simpsons? It, it's it's puffer fish, isn't it? Yeah, it's what, yeah. What, it's it's a Japanese delicacy. So you would want your last meal to kill you, just <laughs> just as a last. There's a ninety-nine <laughs> chance that it's fine, right. but it's that one percent. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I, that's the ultimate rebellion, that you know. Yeah, yeah. I, the fugu fish killers. <laughs> Oh, we can't put him in the chair. Oh, it probably well. still would. It's interesting that you mentioned Fugu Fish because that's actually another of your nicknames, isn't it, Michael? We'll come on to that later. Uh, Michael, what would <laughs> yeah, your... Yeah, come back to that later. <laughs> what, what, would your, <laughs> what would your last meal be, do you think? Death, death row? Hmm. Well, death row delicacy? Um, did I not tell you this today? I'm and draw sure. you a picture of it as well. That's right, because this, hmm. this very question hmm. was inspired by uh, someone. Yes. Give him a shout out. Yes. Hello, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Yeah. Hi, Alan. Thanks for this part of the podcast. In case we were running out of something to do. Yeah, we're we're stealing your question. Mine is yours, please. Um, I'll tell Ross because you already know what it is. Mine I would be, and as I told these two today, it's not a particularly interesting meal. But I said, the first time I was asked this question, I said it would be this, and I'm sticking with it. Sticking by it, Ross. And it is a bee. I'm standing up. A, bee, a massive, massive pile. There was no way to put it. Massive pile of potato alphabite, potato letters. What would this spot with right. the spell? <laughs> so there's no high gourmet food. That's how yeah. you're going out. Yes, yeah. And the alphabite letters have to spell out uh, a word of my choice, which Freedom, I would decide it? at the time. It would be. It would probably be uh, a sexual word. Maybe, but even possibly a made-up sexual word. Yeah. Yeah. Invent a new swear word if you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be my last act of rebellion. I'm swearing at you as you give me my last meal. Uh-huh. 
You punch, you punch it. I win. I win until tomorrow morning when I perish at your. Oh no! Do you, you just move forward? It's me. tonight. It's not tomorrow morning. Tonight. Oh, I better hurry. Yeah. I better hurry up and cook well, this shit then. Exactly. Get the grill on. How would you like to die? Like. One thing I'm not going to gift you. That's a different question. That I, if hmm. there, if there's any way that a plate of alpha bites, a couple of perfectly fried eggs, you know, really poppy, and a few slices of mighty white bread, <laughs> if there's any way that that can kill me, then it'll be that. Yeah, but food poisoning would like be the most. Horrendous way to die, mm. I would think. They're I'm not, not talking either. food poisoning, I'm talking like choking on a W or something. Ah, oh, I see. Well, that mm. would be horrible. Choking on a W. Oh, man, because it'll be over quickly. Hey, did you hear about that guy in Wales who, whose final words were watch this as he shoved an entire yeah. cheeseburger into his mouth? He folded it in half, it didn't he, in order to get it in his mm. gob? Watch this. Couldn't swallow it. That's what she said. <laughs> watch this was also what she said. Yeah. You know, um, the Monty Python movies... So the last mm-hmm. one they made was The Meaning of Life. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen a lot of it, but um, there's one bit in that, isn't there, where this old guy chooses a way to die and the thing he picks is loads of topless women chasing, <laughs> chasing them, them yes. off a cliff or something. Yeah, and the, yeah, he run, runs Super slow motion of... That is the bit of all of the Monty Python films that you remember. <laughs> <laughs> is it because it reminds, no. you, it reminds you of running down, I don't know... It, Lane that's full of uh, phew, off the top of my head mammaries. That's what mm. I should have brought up. Yeah, that's what she said. No, <laughs> Tom, what would your last meal be though? Um, I probably have to have something, it's got to have uh, no, come on, don't be like it would probably be you know exactly what it is because you wrote it down perfectly as if it was on a menu in a restaurant or similar. Well, I've got two, one would just be tatty wafts. <laughs> Potato waffles. Taddy wraps. I'd probably have, um, this is just going off what I really like in the minute I'd add to. It would be lasagna with broccoli and uh, loads of garlic bread and Kelly's mother's weird sauce that she makes with salad cream and milk and fucking sugar. It's weird, but it's fucking rush. Mm-hmm. Or venison burgers with uh, asparagus wrapped in prosciutto on a pastry square. <laughs> this is exactly what he With a roasted sweet potato and rosemary mash. Yeah, and it's all, good though, isn't it? it's all of the B- uh, BBQ sauce, <laughs> mayonnaise, and ketchup that I can that I can possibly yeah. consume. Well, if you, if, <laughs> do you know, if you've got two people on death row who are going in, in the morning or tonight, as he says, it's been brought forward, and you see those two requests, you'd be like, "Why is a father and son <laughs> going going down in the chair tonight?" <laughs> I, I feel like yours would probably get done correctly and Tom's would just be like well this is a thing I'm afraid you can't no. the, the rules the, the etiquette of someone serving you food is you can send it back as many times as you like yeah and that's why they, they got it right. rid of it that's why they got rid of it because it's yeah. ridiculous you know you have some illiterate hick who's got like you know he's I a death row I want a burger please I want a bacon. burger that's being like and then it doesn't get done to the standard and they send it back and when a sausage rolled on the thighs of a virgin, or what? a virgin rolled on the thighs of a sausage, <laughs> could I think something that like perpetuates like endless life? Hey, like this... it gives us li- internal life. I'll have a glass. Uh, Considering have... this is a completely fictional situation, you can have whatever you want. Yeah. Right. Well, I'll have something that just 
basically I'm now immortal. No, you're, it's being, yours. you're being ridiculous now. No, I think you're gonna, I think you're gonna. <laughs> points is my yeah, uh, Excuse me, I beg to differ. Michael uh, just said I'm allowed to say that. So. Yeah. There you go, George. I broke your game and rule. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> Bullshit topic. Thanks, thanks, Alan. Hey, we've got a big fan as well. Another shout out. Just get the shout outs out of the way. Mm. Another big fan we've got. Um, she's listened to every one of our podcasts so far. Dubia. Really? Good friend. Is she? Yeah, she, she, she makes a, a thing of it. Huh? She broadcasts it. She, she plays it on a speaker so it plays out of a window so that everyone can hear it where she lives. That's not true. But she did oh. say, <laughs> she said this, I quote, mm. that I am, and I just want you to think about this and then just talk about it a little bit just to see what you think of it. <laughs> I am me mm. to you, mm. Ross. Mm. I am Luke Skywalker to your Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's what she said. Our dynamic is our relationship. I'll give you a second to think so about So I'm this thing. old dude on the very end of his... Like, you get struck yeah, down just, just by a fiery Near stick. the end of it, and you'll be bothered for a few seconds, and then you'll just get... Dust yourself off, and it's like, I'm not bothered anymore. Mm-hmm. Spoiler if no one's ever seen. I, I think I'll shout, Oh, fucking hell, man. Mm. But yeah, essentially, I'll not be that bothered. Wow, I don't like that responsibility though, in a sense. Because mm. um, great power comes great responsibility, as he said in Star Wars. Oh, Spider Man. No, Spider Man, yeah. <laughs> so, what do you think? I mean, do you accept that? You th- I think it's delightful that anyone takes any of my. She but says. I'm starting to question if she exists. So. <laughs> she does. She does. Wow. <laughs> she does. No, she awesome, does. well. Big fan. Not, like, not like Simon. Them. I don't know who that is. The Simon character. No, the Simon we'll see character. Next, next episode, oh, the when we character. do that, the, the, the special with Simon, and you come in, and I've just got this... This dummy. This that dummy. You, you oh, basically this. put your hand up. Yeah. Well, I hope you don't put your hand up. It'll be... It'll Simon. Be, <laughs> it'll be a corpse, and I will put my hand in as a puppet and control it. Mm. But, yeah. Can I talk about... Um, is this what is this episode just going to be just random stuff? Is that what it is? It's that's uh, retro gaming. Turning out. Oh, retro. If we say retro gaming enough, then retro gaming podcast. Well, last row. Last time <laughs> since we recorded the last episodes, you you uploaded them quite it's fast. Episode eight. Thanks very much. Yeah. Congratulations. If, if I'm anything, I'm really fast. I've had two ups. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> I've had two obsessions, and uh, one of them was Bloodborne, and it's finished now. I've completed it. Thank the fucking God. Have you got all the trophies though? No, and I'm never Uh-oh. gonna. Right, well, I'm gonna now. I'm gonna tell you what happened with Bloodborne. Right? Can I get comfy? You can, yeah. Well, uh, I've seen a side of myself where I'm. I'm yeah, get yourself around. <laughs> I've seen a side of myself where I've realised that I get um, quite intense when I'm like into something. That's what you said. There's going to be a lot of that, so you can just keep saying that to like lighten the tone. Um, I realised that I get in a bad mood with that game, and she, Louise is not my girlfriend. Hasn't said this. I know this because what happened on that game is you you get to a boss and you get beat off that boss right and what I notice is you've got to then start grinding mm-hmm. or farming <laughs> that's what she said like a dirty girl <laughs> yeah so basically in 
<laughs> Dark Souls. Which is... Ooh, Dark Souls. What did I say about that? Marmite game. That's coming backwards compatible. Right. Very, very soon on Xbox One. I'm going to give that another shot. <sighs> I'm tempted. But I give up too easily on it last time. I'll probably get it for free, actually, so I may as well. Because I downloaded it for free, Good Games Gold. Sorry. So, in Dark Souls, you get these bonfires, which are essentially the, the save points. Marshmallows? And you have these... S'mores. You have these tank things that you, you drink to fill up your health. Yeah. So early on in the game, you might only hold five or something, and then later on it, expand, it, it expands. But what happens is, like, <clears throat> every time you go to a um, bonfire, it'll fill up the the potion things that you've got to drink to give you health back. Mm-hmm. Bloodborne's different to that. It has these vials that you inject yourself in with yes. to give you health back. And the only way you get them on the game is by either buying them or defeating enemies and getting them. Mm-hmm. So what happens is if you're stuck on an enemy and you get to the enemy, the boss, and you get killed loads of times, you run out of these blood vials. Mm-hmm. So then you've got to start farming them. You've got to go... There was so this you, one pl- area... you craft them yourself? No. Ah. There was this one area that I knew that these particular enemies dropped them. And I was just having to go through this area and kill them yeah. over and over again. That's get such an old school mechanic, isn't it? And also I noticed I was doing all right in the game and then I'll get to a boss and the boss would kill us in one hit. Oh. Now, I was wheeling on the other enemies mm-hmm. so I'd get to a bit where this boss was killing us in one or two hits. So I had to go back to that area Farm for the like um, vials and farm for the blood souls where you used to level up, and I was having to do that, and to me that is a feeling of the game. Yeah, it's like a filler, isn't it? It's we've we've got these little bits. How come we make the game last longer? Let's yeah. make it different. Mm-hmm. It's like they've lowered the percentage, the percentage of the, the percentage rate of the drop. Do you remember World of Warcraft? Every item you could go on like the armory and stuff, and you could see all the the items. Um, it showed all the percentages of uh, how often they would drop yeah. and some of them had like a 1% drop chance and stuff mm-hmm. it makes us think of Final Fantasy 7 I think incidentally Final Fantasy 9 has just been released for I've iOS. seen that yeah. I loved Final Fantasy where's yeah. Final Fantasy 8 though they've done Final Fantasy 7 well, s- uh, <laughs> so Final Fantasy 7 I think it was where it took you ages to you had to go to a particular area in the desert and it took the ages for the cactus to show up. Oh, yeah. You know, the cactus that oh, did yeah. that arm movement. And you had to, when you killed him, it was, you got a, a knight him or something. And that, that whole game all was about farming. Just mm-hmm. farming, when farming, you, and farming. That item, though, was there a chance, only a chance to get that yes. item? There's uh, a chance that he will spawn, and then a chance he will exactly. get what you want. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's what those fucking games are about. But I feel it sh- different... that shouldn't be introduced into a game like Bloodborne. No, exactly. That that, to me, People, because when I fin- I finished the game and I had to look up the storyline because there was loads of questions and I didn't really know what had happened, the ending or any of that, right? So I looked up all of that and I watched this kid. He was called um, Sunburn Albinos. <laughs> good name, like. Yeah, that's good. And he, he, he ranked Number the one. bosses in, in level of Number one, one Sunburn Albinos. <laughs> he kicked ass. He, he ranked the, the bosses in levels 
And when I watched him going through it, I realised I was playing the game like in a very different way to him. When I was getting these bosses and I found them hard, I wonder if it was just a, a feeling in myself. Mm. Because that was something that you can't do in that game. You know, you get stuck on a boss. You can just grind, 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 and just make yourself Until so... Until you're better than him. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So That's anyway, a really old-fashioned mechanic. Yeah, as well, though. So, I finished the game, but there's this chalice-like idea, and I didn't understand that, and I had to go online to find about that. And what the chalices are like is, do you remember in Oblivion on... Um, yeah. Do you remember how they were, like, randomly generated sort of thing? Like, within the... They were, they were cut and pasted, weren't they? Oh, kind of like random encounters. Y- yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what the chalices is like in mm. Bloodborne, and it's annoying. So I'm not like I How finished. How Because I never played Oblivion. Well, you go to these. It's so difficult to explain Bloodborne because it's so strange. You you go to these areas, and I think they're based on trying to do like a raid almost. I think it's mm-hmm. it's designed for like like an an instance sort of but thing. But what's World so stupid and confusing is there's two types of chalices. In one of the chalice, it's auras the same. And the other one's random, but it tells you it doesn't tell you that. I had to look that up to find that out. But then I've got other ones that I want to use, but there's ingredients that are so expensive to buy and hard to find. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, fuck it. I, 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 I'm done with the game. I, I liked it. I loved certain bits of it. And then other bits, I was like, I don't know. I don't know about it. So is it kind of like a hollow victory? You feel like you've beat it just to tell it, fuck you. So anyway, I, I'm glad <laughs> I got addicted to it. It was like a drug. It, it was. I was like getting up. I was going to work. I was like fucking right back home. I've got to play this game. Right, I'm off tomorrow. I'm up until four o'clock in the morning playing that game. Jesus. I was like, thank God it's over with. And I enjoyed it. So did you get it? Was it a disc? Yeah. Are you going to trade it in, you think? I don't it doesn't know. sound like the game you're going to play again, like. Well, that's the thing. When you it finish like it, it rolls back into like New Game Plus. Uh-huh. So it expects oh, you old, to go through it again. That old classic. And the true ending, I could possibly do it now because I wanted to play the game and know nothing about it and that's why perhaps I missed a lot of, about the game. But I don't want to ever... On New Game Plus, I couldn't physically do it. I don't think it's it's a lot harder. Well, so. that's like a, like a... You've unlocked hardcore mode kind of thing. Yeah, but nothing changes. It's yeah, like... Exact- enemies are harder. Mm-hmm. Maybe health recovers slow, more slowly, something like that. Yeah. So, that you're right. I probably will trade it in. I don't know. It, I love elements of it. Mm-hmm. But that was the first obsession. And the second one was that making a murderer. Has anyone heard about that? Yeah, yeah. I'm watching it, yeah. I'm, I'm only oh, up to... Do you know, we have to be careful with spoilers. I'm not going to spoil anything. <laughs> but I'm going to say this. Uh-huh. I watched three episodes on, on a Sunday night. Uh-huh. And my girlfriend, who watched it with us, forced us to go to bed because I could have happily watched all of them yeah. that night, right? And them first three episodes made me see the world in a different like way. It really yeah. does, yeah. You think how can how can people treat other people like that? Yeah, it's sinister as fuck. Yeah, it? it's it's creepy. I think I've I think we've watched through the first three as well. Does it not three make you question everything? Question humanity in, in the world. Yeah, it's an utter yeah, disgrace. Well, I've like done the lot, and no, you, yeah, do, you no. just think, yeah, you it, exactly that. You think, like, why are people, why are people doing that? Yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's God, we're gonna be horrible, can't we? Mm. But it, I would advise, just from what I've seen, because we're gonna watch it all. But what, from what I've seen, 
I would strongly recommend anyone who hasn't watched it to watch it because it's great. It's, but, it's fascinating. And this is not a spoiler thing. It's more about like um, the way the perception when I remember when I watched the Blair Witch. Like everyone made a big deal about the Blair Witch film, mm-hmm. and I watched it and I was into it right because it told a story in a different way yeah I know like if you go on if you've been picky you could say like Cannibal Holocaust mm-hmm. done that story about found footage right yeah, Blair yeah. Witch done it in a, in it a was kind the beginning wasn't it like, if it was to come out now you'd go oh found footage boring yeah but, but that's, it was the exactly time. it was like that's my point about making a murderer mm. it, it, it's, use, it's using a new way to tell a story mm. that story if I watched that story exactly what happened to it Dramatized with performances. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'd be into it. Yeah. There's bits in films like Taxi Driver or something where they're so intense that you feel drained after it. In Making a Murderer, there's there's bits in that program where afterwards I felt drained. Mm. Like just like because physically. It's funny. It was you know it's real. Yeah. yeah that's mm-hmm. the thing it, that freaks it's funny because Kelly was Kelly is like obsessed with Stuff like that, crime cases, murders, and stuff like that. I feel and, women are. My yeah. mom is. Yeah, and she she actually got a book. She had a book that she used to read. It was I don't know what it was called, but it was true crime, and it had like some horrific stories, and she used to read through that. But she she's found it really difficult to watch that. And one of the things she said was it was just so like almost depressing, just like it's what great. you're saying about the. It's like watching uh, somebody the, being beaten up, and you can't just stop get it. it kicked when they're yeah. down and mm-hmm. she, she's just like I don't know if I can handle it but I'm going to make her watch it because I want to <laughs> yeah. watch this person get because I want to feel the suffering no because we need to know we need to know the full story well, I want to close and why I'm never ever like Michael you're right I don't ever want to spoil it mm-hmm. I just need a closure and that's why that day I wanted to watch it all because so you finished it now yeah the right. first episode I watched I was like right this is good Actually, I think it was the first twenty minutes. I was like, "This is good," but how can this be? Yeah, like ten episodes um, long. Ten, ten hours mm-hmm, over, yeah. eleven hours of, and it's then I realised why. Yeah, because you know? they start introducing more and more evidence and mm-hmm. from both sides. And uh, this is um, another. There's another one. This is actually if we're talking about being on a podcast. Uh, someone introduced me to Serial. Yes, I was going to mention that. That's another one people are listening to at the minute. I love American Life. That's done really, really well. It's mm-hmm. the same kind of thing that you're in, you're shown who everybody is. You get to hear them speaking. There's mm-hmm. no actors. Mm-hmm. You hear evidence. You hear um, evidence from the courtroom. It's it's if you if you like things like making a murder and the jinx as well. Oh, yeah. the jinx. I'm trying to get Holy that. Um, I'd heard it was good through IGN podcast, so I will try and get the jinx. But just before, and I don't want to go into like a lot of detail. But years ago, I I I done jury duty. Yes, and, um, you did, didn't you? I done it on a murder case. So wow. I kind of I I will say that um, juries are flawed. Yeah, like, it's a bad system. But then, yeah. is it what what's better? Like, how could you pick a better system? I don't know. So are the are the juries really there then? In that the way you're saying, it's kind of. Like a placebo, like it makes makes everyone think that it's being done fairly. No, so therefore, because they make the decision, the jury don't. They? No, they, they, I, I, they no, made the decision no, they, ultimately. They pass their decision to the judge, right. and then you can choose no, whether. And then he sentences it. Yeah, whether to accept that or not. Right. 
Well, no, like, if I said you came... Say we found you not guilty, there's no way that the judge could overturn that. Right. You would be let don't off. the jury have to... The judge knows their decision before they say it, though, don't, doesn't, don't they? No, yeah. Um, it's, it's a hard... It's hard to, like, talk about, because I don't want to go into, like, what happened in the yeah. case that I'd done. Yeah, sure. But we were deadlocked for three days. Mm. Three days trying to get, like, get it right. Mm. But, um... Yeah, I want to watch the Jinx anyway. So is it good? It's great. The it's Jinx really, really, really is good. fascinating, absolutely fascinating. Again, it's brilliant. The way, um, either just the the way because uh, this guy, right at the beginning, because the um, what's he called? Uh, Joe Jarecki. Robert Dunstan. No, no, the uh, the director. Um, oh, I'm not he sure. did a he did a film. Which I was heard about he did a the film guy, about the guy. It wasn't it, directly. It was like based on this guy's story. And at the end, he, he, he painted in a certain way. And yeah. then negative to the, he, the person in question. He kind of left it open, though, for you to decide, now that you've seen this, do you do you think what we're trying to tell you? Right. But this guy contact, finds out he's making a documentary and he contacts him and says, it's actually me, do you want me to be in the yeah, documentary? Yeah, I heard that, yeah. I... And he comes in and things then start getting really strange. Yes. And it, it is very strange because you, you start thinking... Why has no one picked up on this? Why is, why aren't people picking up on this? It all just starts unraveling, and then you know, it it isn't obvious. You know, it isn't obvious what's going to happen at the end. But um, the, there's there's a money shot in the in the whole thing, and it's it's worth watching the whole thing for there. this particular thing. One moment that tells you whether it whether what I hear is just incredible or not, and you're like you're like wow. <laughs> it's a double edged sword, right? I I need guidance and stuff. It's something else I'll touch on later on because there's a podcast that I love that's come back. Mm. So I need guidance. So I started listening to IGN again, right? And they bigged up the jinx. But then the spoiled elements of it, which yeah. I'm not going to now spoil no, to yeah, yeah, like yeah. our minuscule amount of li- listeners. <laughs> but you say the money shot. I know what the, I, I think I know what you're referring to. Well, like it's, because it's, of that. The story's show. still in the media now, though. So if you typed in the jinx rather than have like three or four entries at the top. Yeah. saying this is where to watch it or this is what it's about the first thing will be because it's still in the in the news and it's still like in court now I knew nothing about making say, a murderer though like I I totally like I managed to get it and yeah. I didn't find anything about it yeah I didn't either it's it's funny because there's a parallel I'd like to um, say about that that show have you heard of Paradise Lost I've never mm-hmm. seen it it's a documentary there's two of them and I've never ever seen the second one actually, yeah. but there's elements of making a murder that reminded me of Paradise Lost. Right. The way the media react to things, the way a small community goes after one person and mm. stuff like that. The, the odd thing is, is at the end of it, I found out Louise knew like a certain all thing. the way through. Yeah, mm. and I was rant like it. It totally really affected me that show. More so the first three. Mm. I couldn't like I couldn't get to sleep that night. I was mm-hmm. like it was all going over me head. I just that's why I needed closure. That's why I needed to watch it. Yeah. Now I get that like it's because because it's real and you don't have actors or this scene has been reconstructed or scenes have been created yeah. for entertainment purposes. You don't get that. You're seeing real footage and you're seeing when someone's upset, that person was um, genuinely upset. Is it entertainment though? That's like. Mm. That's it. It's a, 
It's a sick pleasure. The wall seemed to it's fascinating. The seemed to be That's again. Thing. It's fascinating. We haven't seen it put like that before. It yeah. brings you into a world that you've only ever seen glamorized before. Anyway, they were my two obsessions, and basically both are quite grim, and I'm <laughs> glad I'm out of them because I've finished watching Making a Murderer and I've finished Blood Bowl. So, what was the other thing you wanted to mention? My job, I listen to like a lot of podcasts and and audiobooks and stuff, and um. The first podcast I ever listened to was Mark Kermode's, like, you know, the movie review one, yeah. the BBC. But the first non-commercial one was a thing called Mondo Movies. Mondo Movies is an amazing podcast. Yeah. And it stopped ages ago, but they've uh, brought it back, and it's called uh, Steampunk now. Right. And um, uh, Streampunk, sorry. Streampunk. Yeah, it's about, like, um, it's, it's again about cult movies... But they're trying to do it so that it's only they're only going to review stuff that's available like to stream. Right. I would definitely say I'd recommend that because um, I think the Mondo movie stuff is is really good. Right. Really, really good. So. Cool. It's a clever name. I like it. Streampunk. Streampunk. That's very clever. Yeah, I like it. Everyone, check it out. I'll put a link on Twitter. I hope it. Um, Twitter. I hope it. Because they try to bring it back. A while back and it didn't quite work, so I hope they just keep going and because they're really good. Sweet. Hey Ross, you, did you want to say something about Fallout? Yeah. Um. So I I forgot my first ever Fallout experience mm-hmm. wasn't any of the ones you posted on Twitter or you've been talking about. Mm-hmm. It was the one called Brotherhood of Steel on the Xbox. Is anyone ah, ever played I've, that? I've heard of no, that. I've seen it though. It's like Balra's Gate. Right, it's okay. terrible. Is it isometric top-down sort of thing? Or? Yes. And it's a, like just collecting loot and stuff. Right. And it's, it's really... But it's set in the Fallout universe? Yes. All oh, right, okay. But it's really bad. Uh, it's, got, it's got no, like... There's no storyline really to it. It's mm-hmm. just really, really shit. And I looked it up on uh, movie games and I found it quite funny because... Um, it got a lot of negative feedback. Mm-hmm. Not so much by reviewers. It was more by um, players of yeah. Fallout. Because, interestingly, I thought, like, the early Fallouts, I thought, and I've never played them, I thought they were meant to be much better written than the new ones. That's what I'm getting, like, a lot of people saying. So. Interesting, because I got a lot of feedback on Twitter after a tweet I posted this yesterday maybe mm-hmm. showed the four uh, like four at one two three and four screenshots my comment on Twitter was the four games have come a long way and I got a, a couple of people commenting saying in graphics yes but in story and content no yeah. would you guys concur with that I mean what what's your opinion on that what do you think because I, I would I, I totally get where they're coming from but I think I on a more I'm... broader scale in gaming Graphics have come on a long way, um, but in a lot of lot of aspects, story is kind of being left to the to the side a it bit. It does, especially when so much of it now is just PvP, like short yeah. bursts of PvP. Uh-huh. Where they don't have to think up a story; they just need to churn out the next. Like six months later, quick, let's get another one out. More PvP, mm. more little bits. Oh, we'll, we'll put a a ten minute single player in as a tutorial. Mm. Don't need a story. Mm-hmm. You played for the original two, didn't you? Uh, I've done them all. Yeah, I never did the Brotherhood of Steel or um, 
Fallout Tactics or anything like that. Oh, I forgot there was that as well, wasn't there? What was Fallout yeah. Tactics? That is, I, I believe it's like, um, I could be wrong, I believe it's a bit like Command and Conquer. Alright, oh, really? I well, could. Is it supposed could to be good be or wrong. is it. No, it didn't go down very well. Ah, that's a shame. Because I think that would that universe would lend itself lend itself quite well to that sort of format, maybe. Is it who makes Fallout again? Is it Bethesda? Bethesda, and they get a lot of. You see, there's a, a lot of people who think they're great, right? But there's there's people who who hoy that they have very similar tropes in a lot of the games. Uh-huh. So like Skyrim, and they have that similar quests mm, and. Yeah. They're still using that thing where when you talk to someone, it, 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 it zooms, zooms into the face, face yeah. and it's starting to look yeah. a bit dated. Uh, does Fallout 4 have that? Um, right, well, Fallout 4 kind of does it. It's it's not like it used to be on, say, on th- like, well, 2, 3, New Vegas, where that person all of a sudden is like square on, mm-hmm. looking yeah, yeah. right into the camera. Like, there might as well just be a picture of them. Yeah. And uh-huh. you get the options underneath the... It moves between the characters when it gets to them and there's an option to say something things are still going on in the background and they're still that they're, they're maybe at a different angle but it's it is different it's just it looks, looks a little bit nicer but you still do get that where it's you're now looking at their face mm-hmm. until you make a, you choose an option now you're looking at me there is a funny thing though that that i, I really like i like doing it on purpose if you talk to your um your companion or to an npc and you get them to start talking, and then you back out of that while they're in the middle of talking, right? You back out of uh-huh. the character. Like I play a female character, I always do. I do. That's right. a weird. Like I did on Bloodborne, mm-hmm. I always pick, like, and I call it Rose Bud. Do you remember that? No. Yes. Because like everyone. That's what people online used to think your name was, how, how your name was pronounced. Rose My name Blood. was Ross Blood on Xbox, mm-hmm. and yeah. people would call us Rose like Blood. Americans. Rose Blood. Blood. Which I doesn't mean, make any fucking sense on any level, but uh, yeah, people can't call and people can't, that so. people can't pronounce my username either. It is difficult, you yeah. So, anyway, I digress. What were you saying? Uh, all right, so I get them into halfway through a sentence and I press, say, the circle button to back out of that sentence just to shut them up. And to just to hurry the, the thing on. Mm-hmm. And I discovered that when you do that, your character interrupts them rudely. And oh, so really? like my female character, she'll go she'll go, Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And then like, I, did it, mm, I did it I did it enough times. Tom said. Did it so often <laughs> to uh, Piper, she's my uh, she was my main companion in that. That she was talking about I don't know, like her sister, she wants to look after her sister. And it was quite a little heartfelt like moment that she was she was letting the main you know she's bonded with the main character and she'd go she's go oh, i trust you enough to tell you this story now yeah. let me tell you why i don't want my sister growing up like me and i pressed to back out of that comment and my character goes yeah whatever does that negatively affect your, your nah, stats no nah, not at all oh right because she's she got to say that it just skips the end of that sentence and gives you the option quicker oh wow <laughs> that's pretty it's a nice little discovery just little touches like that. <laughs> Meanwhile, I pour out a bottle of Hobgoblin, and that's a thing of beauty, isn't it? Hobbis Gobbis. This is the um, the special reserve. 
Oh, they're really strong. Quite King, strong, but King it's still it's still just so nice to drink. Ah, oh, that's pleasurable. Well, it's pleasurable as well. Can I just, just before we move on from Fallout totally? Yeah. I I would just like if anyone on the Twitter just just to recommend like the Twitter, the Twitter, <laughs> the Twitter sphere. I I want to play one and two right, and I have a really shit PC. Is there any way I can? Hints of getting yeah, it a run. Tips, yeah. And which one's better? Because a modern day shit PC is gonna be better than what the top end ones were when those games were out. My, it'll be just be compatibility. Another no. thing I posted on Twitter was a uh, someone had kind of I don't know if they made the full game, but they'd um, done some of the Fallout Four in the style of Fallout One and Two, like the top down, and it looked really nice. Look really cool. I like when they do that kind of thing. Yeah. I don't think they've made the full game like that, but it was like a homage. Oh, yes. Because they did um, Sanctuary, didn't they? The, main, the, the town that you start in. I think so. Yeah, they showed you that. Yeah, the gas station and stuff. Yeah. No, the Red Rocket. Red Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, doggy, Red Rocket. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much for the. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who I'm fighting yeah. or for what. Thank <laughs> you for what. Thank you very much for the. This is a pretty rambling uh, episode, even by our standards. Yeah, it's it? all right because it's ending. When, when you see, I don't know how people will react to this. Like, <laughs> okay, it's, it's probably the best. You, I want to see how you react to this. Bit. I'm on. You know, I'm on the edge of my seat. Tender flukes. So <laughs> we mentioned in the last episode one of our heroes, didn't we? Marty Schumach on IMDb. Prison. Internet. Movie. Legend. Data. Data. Bass. Bass. <laughs> That's damn, what that damn. stands for. Now, <clears throat> this guy. You have such a lovely reading voice, Tom. So. Thank you very much. And uh, rather marvellous. Shaft falls. <laughs> well, who the who kill? Shaft. Oh. So leader of the ding 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 ding. Shaft was no Ding 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 ding. Shaft. Ah. Penetrator of the universe. <laughs> you know, Queen got paid a lot of money to make that soundtrack. Yeah, can you imagine it. early on, right, coming to the like where they were like. Writing the song, it's like, how are you getting on? You know, writing the song. Oh, we've got this so far. We just go ding, 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 ding. We went, how are, how are Freddy? Flash, ah, and that's all we've got. Freddy, man, you're taking the pace. Paid you a lot of money for this. Now we've got put, Brian Blessed. Put your arm inside that rock and don't get stung by a scorpion. That's and then we'll buy your song. That's a that's, that a, that's a, a moment. Yeah, that that's always stuck with me. That that, but I remember being in my cousin's house, the same cousin who had Swiv on the Amiga oh. and had Beachhead on the Spectrum. Beachhead. He lived. He lived in Ilkley. We were in his house, and Flash was on Flash Gordon, and that scene, that scene in particular, stuck with me. I was a, I was a youngin. I was very young. What's he called? Because it's it's the seven. guy. He, he was he was a James Bond, wasn't he? Was he? Yeah, the guy who's. Oh, and Timothy Dalton's in it. Yeah, Timothy Is Dalton's he? the like he's the one he's that's the one. instigating them, mm-hmm. putting his hand down mm-hmm. their holes. <laughs> Timothy Dalton, he sounds like a pimp. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, that that, that seems. He's got a little moustache as well, hasn't he? Yeah, he suits it. A little moustache. Yeah, that's good. 
Sorry, I gotta go around moustache. <laughs> got a big face him, hasn't he? Lovely big face, yeah. I like it him in I like it him. I like it him in <laughs> That film that he was in. He's pretty low Hot down fuss. on my like Oh, hi. Got the thing going, oh, this really hurts. When he's got this spike. Spoiler alert. He gets God, spiked, a in lot. The, he's spiked in the chin by a miniature church. Yeah. Oh, hi. So, Marty Schumach, this guy. <laughs> ah, yeah. He wrote some reviews back in the day on IMDb. So, which ones have you got then? I'm going to read one. Michael's going to read <laughs> one. <laughs> we may read more than one. I would like to hear Ross read if we've got any more than those two. I'd like to hear I Ross have read a terrible them. reading voice and stuff, and I'm quite pissed, so I'm just going to listen. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one, right, is Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Now You know the next one you read out? Yeah. If it's not Killer Clowns. <laughs> oh, have you got, if you've got another one, read it out and don't tell us what the film is. All right, interesting. Because that'd be... Okay, interesting. Right, that's a good idea. First one, then. This one's Terminator 2 Judgment Day. The title is Landmark in Science Fiction and Action Stroke Adventure. Now, I'm going to read... He comes across well straight away, doesn't he, Marty? He knows what he's talking about. I'm going to read this out word for word, right? The way I read this out, it may sound like I've fucked it up. That's a, that's a, that's a hint at what you're about to oh, okay. experience. But it's not. I'm just reading it out word for word. This review may contain spoilers. A little, little warning. This review may contain spoilers. Okay, if you haven't seen uh, Terminator 2 Judgment Day, turn up now. It doesn't matter. I'll tell you what. <laughs> at the end of this, you still might not have a clue what the fuck the film's If you haven't seen Terminator 2 Judgment Day, get in the fucking sea. Terminator 2 Judgment Day is a standard based on how great science fiction and action stroke adventure movies are. T2JD was perfect and revolutionary using both special effects and casting. <laughs> I'm going to struggle. I'm really going to struggle. That's the T, sir. The T... Nobody look at Tom. Nobody look at Tom. <laughs> the T-1000 is a frightening villain. <laughs> no. The T-1000 is a frightening villain who is nearly invincible to any known weapon and special effects show him using horrible weaponry form. (laughs) Show him using horrible weaponry form from his composition. Stretchy, sharp, thick knives, disguise, and handlebars. <laughs> Shit. Oh. Oh, this is gonna be really hard to get through this, like. Hang on, because I'm crying. <laughs> <clears throat> the Terminator T800. It's because I can see what's coming. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> the Terminator T-800 isn't working with John Connor. <laughs> the John Connor. The Terminator T-800 isn't working with the John Connor, who is hardcore and experienced with the battle. 
<laughs> the John. He's forced to protect the John Connor, who is just a little timid kid who doesn't know anything about fighting. His mother, Sarah Connor, isn't much braver than him, but is angrier. Working with a mother and son who are frightened by the T-1000, the strong, rough and tough T-800 is their only defender. Wow. That got hot there, like. That got hot. That got hot and heavy. I've got actual Hold on, is that legitimate here? tears. Or is that just a s- oh. synopsis? It's a synopsis, really. Which is quite a baffling like perception of what that film yeah. is. You the know when you feel like you're gonna be you, when you feel like you're gonna be sick. <laughs> the, the, the police are not shown as noble and powerful like they are stereotyped in a narrow sense in reality. In the film the on-screen police are weaklings and idiots who think anyone associated with violence other than them deserve to get hunted down. The T-800 spreads how much he dislikes the annoying police to the audience. So the audience cheers for the T-800 to kill and injure whoever he intends to. That's that. That's, that's the well, that's review. What, that's the review? Yeah, that was said in public, online. Yeah. First though, Holy I shit. don't even get that from that film. Holy shit, bravo Marty. Thank you so much for that Marty. Right, that's that Terminator 2 one. That was a struggle. It petered off in the end, but the, the first two paragraphs were just two of the best things I've ever read. The that John was Connor. really, really emotional. Handlebars. What oh, does he oh, even mean by that? From his composition. <laughs> Form from his composition. <laughs> handlebars? What bit? Anyway. <laughs> The next anyway, to just to gonna the have to move on. The next film that he reviewed <laughs> is uh, going to be read out by Michael, and it's Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Well, it's not going to be read out by me. It's going to be read out in uh, by the eighties and nineties style movie trailer man. So I'll just uh, just play that now. During nighttime in a small town, an alien spaceship resembling a circus tent arrives and two young adults, Mike Tobacco and Debbie Stone, discover who were the ones that came inside the spaceship. <laughs> and those are aliens <laughs> oh, that, look, that look like clowns who are secretly killing humans with circus-themed weapons. It's up to Mike Tobacco and Officer Hansen to stop these clowns or else Humankind is doomed. Who were the ones that came inside the spaceship? And those were aliens? <laughs> is that the entire review? Well, that's, a, that's short and sweet, like. That's not even a review. He doesn't mess around. That's, that's a synopsis. A, a, a badly written, <clears throat> illiterate mm-hmm. synopsis. And those a were massive, massive double entendre just like lying mm. there. Discover who were the ones that came inside the spaceship. And those are aliens <laughs> that look like clowns. <laughs> Marty, I love you. Marty, we're, big, we're a, a big, big fan. Pick one at random and read it out and see if we can guess what the film is. Right, I've got one. I'll try and read it out without giving the title. Are you ready, Michael, for this? Blank. That's mm. what I'm going to say when it's the, the mention the film title. Blank 
is an average level monster movie that is really serious in proving that it did not use the story of the film Gremlins. The acting and writing are not glorious enough to cover up the only strength of the film, the monster's visual effects and art design. There are almost non-stop explosions that define the highest points of the film. Explosions have now been used in so many films it is no longer entertaining to the, to the <laughs> biggest scenes in a movie. The what? Plot is very... I didn't understand that bit, please. Explosions have now been used in so many films that it's no longer entertaining to the biggest scenes in a movie. The plot is very simple, too simple. It's about humans trying to defend themselves from, mon- from a monster attack. Yes, it has proved that it's not usually possible to come up with a marvellous idea about a monster movie, but the makers of Blank shouldn't have expected such a critical reception. It seemed that they focused more on using the monsters as the real definition of the film, and as a result they have ignored making the characterization important. <laughs> is that Critters? Yes, it is. Nice. Wow, well done. Wow. Fucking hell, that was. So awesome. basically what he's saying is they focus too much on the monsters in a monster film. Yeah. You will not have that life. By the way, I thought it was Critters when he said it's like Gremlins. Yeah. Because that's what I thought about Critters. But everything else you read made me think it's not Critters. Yeah. Because it was just like baffling. Here's another one for you. This is the title of the, the review. Script and acting were not as marvellous as the monster's art design. The characterization is no better than the original film, and Blank is one of the literally hundreds of monster movies that have no entertaining plot and only focusing on the creatures as the antagonists as trying to be the film's definition in the horror genre. What? Word for word. I've seen several movies that are way better than Blank, such as Gremlins 2. Is this Critter <laughs> Now, <laughs> Now that was a masterpiece. However, I've also what? seen... <laughs> however, I've also seen several movies worse than Blank, such as the sequel to Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, or Tomatoes. With George Clooney's first ever performance. Was it? Uh, apparently. This is where it gets I good. Like I like a fact now and then. Fact bomb. Fact bomb. But then Boom. when you learn it, <laughs> later on, you look it up and you realise what a lot of shit Ross was at. Yeah, and I've got to fucking edit another fucking uh, edit. We feel little sympathy for the human characters who are both prey and warriors against the Krites. Or called Critters. I kind of blanked that out. It's- Critters too. That was right. Yeah, you're right. So, you're right. Well done. Congratulations. The bounty hunter. Oh, congratulations. Congratulations. The winner is you. The bounty hunter Ugg is depressed that his partner Lee was killed off by the monsters. Spoiler alert. However, the audience don't get the special message of why they should actually love Lee, played by Roxanne Kernohan, as much as Ugg does. The only fact the audience can know about Lee is that she was naked and the the audience was supposed to be perverted by the clearly shown (laughs) close-to-camera shots where you see her breasts and butt. (laughs) But A very, very unlikely reason, a very, very unlikely reason that someone would like this movie is that this is a PG-13 and not R-rated movie with porn on it, unlike today's movies. So should the audience just be sad that her boobs and butt were... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Listen, so should should the audience just be sad that her boobs and butt were eaten by the critters and they'll never get a close view on them again? <laughs> Even if the critters had a deeper impact and made the film scarier oh, and, and darker, up. the film wouldn't have been that interesting because of how the script and acting were written. The title has described the entire movie's story. It's about monsters chasing humans to eat. 
Hold on. The title... The title is not... The I title mean, isn't the... chasing ah, humans exactly. to eat. Eating boobs and butt. <laughs> what? The Lord of... Uh, <laughs> what? What? I'll try one more, see if you can guess from this one. Because this might, this might not be funny, it might just be and don't pick legitimately difficult. No. <laughs> okay. Aims to be realistic, but the characters are undeniably look unlucky. This review may contain spoilers. Mm. One monster movie that aims to be just as fresh as Japanese Kaja films, such as the amazing Godzilla, starting in 1954. This movie, however, uses monster movie elements that were not original. The host? But that's acceptable because no story is original. The plot is as realistic as it aims with the exception of how the characters experience the story of the movie. The characters were the only human beings who have encountered the monster three freaking times. <laughs> That's what it says. The first was when the military was trying to kill Blank with very loud gunfire and monster screams in the battle. <laughs> the second was that the monster crashed down the helicopter the main characters were on. The third was when Hood got eaten by the monster and the camera actually survived the fall. Is it... Oh, it's Cloverfield. Yes, yeah. well done. How the characters keep getting unlucky more than the other unseen citizens of New York is far from realistic, just to decorate the plot. There were two weaknesses in the film. The parasites falling off of Cloverfield only had one scene in the film and were an unnecessary part of the story just to keep the audience paying attention before the monster strikes. Also, the nuclear bomb that was dropped on Cloverfield was not technically explained in the film. The audience was not told that of the military's ultimate plan to kill the creature. Other than that, this is a pretty good movie. <laughs> not very brilliant yet, not bold, not too boring. Not very brilliant. He just does, does he think the alien is called Cloverfield? <laughs> no, it's the Cloverfield's the name of the, the Co- situation, isn't it? They call it no, Cloverfield. Cloverfield is the area of New York. Is, it? is that the district? Isn't I it? think. So there you go. Thank you very much, uh, Marty Schumach, for bringing those into our life. That was just that was a wonderful bit of laughter I had there reading that Terminator Two went out. That was just. I realised something where eyes filled um, up. you know when someone yawns, yeah, and you you get you feel like you want to yawn as well. Mm-hmm. The the delight on your faces made me like <laughs> it was wonderful. You that know, like, made me want to laugh anyway. And then what you were saying made just me want to Two more things that I know we've got to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if one of them you are going to say. Mm-hmm. First of all. Michael. Right, so this nickname. Um, what nickname is that? Fugu. The puffer fish. Fugu fish. Puffer fish. Ah. Yeah. I uh, went to the chippy, which, uh, for those of you who don't use that term, it's a fish and chip shop. Emporium. Yeah, a, a, a chip and fish eatery. So I'm in there, and what I really wanted was a mince pie, but they didn't have any. I said to the woman, have you got any mince pie? She was like, no, nah, mate. So then I said, right, have you got um, any um, fishes? And she said, well, that's not the plural for fish. And I said, yeah, but that's just what I said. So then um, I said, well, can you stop being a dick and tell me if you've got any fish? And she said, yeah, we've got some. And I went, what kind? She says, guess. So I said, right, well, have you got some cod? And she went, yeah, do you want a cod? I went, nah, I don't like it. <laughs> and then I said, uh, have you got any place? And she says, yeah. And do, do, you, do you want one of them? Uh, no, no, that's, that's, this is, I'm telling you word for word what apparently, apparently happened. Did you deep fry your mince pie? They didn't have any pies, did they? Oh, so on, on the on the fish, fishes. I'm still thinking of handlebars. And so, um, and I said, what about place? And she said, yeah, yeah, place, do you want a place? I went, nah, I don't like that either. And then um, I said, what about grouper? Have you got any of them? And she went, no, but I can order you one in. 
And I said, ah, but I want to eat now. I'm hungry. How long will that take? She said, ah, just a couple of days or something. Um, I went, nah, it's fine. I'll probably be dead by then. And then I said, have you got any puffer fish, uh, fugu fish? And she goes, what's one of them? And I said, I don't know, because I've never really heard of it until like this podcast. Well, that's um, interesting, <laughs> until now, but then... Back this story. Yeah, back but what I assumed, well, no, I, what I assumed at the time was that it sounds like maybe it's some kind of puffer fish, and uh, and she went, oh yeah, yeah, we've uh, now we we don't do that kind of thing here. It's quite an exotic. Um, it, it's not native to our shores, um, so I suggest you get the fuck out of this chippy, <laughs> go to an abroad one, and ask them, and uh, then that was the end. And then I went past one day um, again in the future. And I remember she was standing at the door having a tab, um, which the is, which from is a fag or cigarette. Is that the in the future from, from then. Right, so like but present. It was, it was the past. It was the present at the time. Yeah. It was the future from when we had the fish conversation, but yeah, yeah, the yeah. past to now. Right, that, that um, makes sense. And I remember, makes sense. Yeah, I remember I was walking um, past her, yeah. and uh, she was standing there having a cigarette, and she looked over and she went, oh, look, there's uh, fugu fish. And uh-huh. it's just stuck ever since. Right. But only with her. So there's one the person who was the only person there, yeah. But since then, it's been my nickname. Uh, well, one of my nicknames. What? Yeah, no, no, that makes sense. Like, yeah. So was that you asked? Was it because you bought the DeLorean one Rocket League? That's why you you managed to travel through time initially. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a good game, Rocket League. Oh, uh, we're talking about games. I'm Yeah, it's really weird. It came out. The blood came out in the seventies. It's very good. <laughs> 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 Could score the goals and everything. With the cars, broom brooms. There are laws to be had. Well, thank you very much for explaining that, because it's been driving me crazy. Ross, what was the last thing you wanted to mention? Money's too tight to mention. Oh, I am homework. Well, that's the last thing I wanted to mention, so I'm glad you said that. So, lastly, it's homework for everyone. Um, we need to pick some homework. We need I'm gonna to pick do a game. It now. Are you going to pick a game? I'm going to pick a game. Are you going to pick a game? Yeah, Michael, would you like to? Dump a game on where are you not going to do? Dump a for, game like For you to discuss on the next one. Uh, like a dirty steaming turd. The game I'm going to pick, and I want to I want to do this in future, right? But this this might set the ball rolling. Yes. If you think about arcade games of a certain era, ones that are ported to the 8-bits, mm-hmm. and the 8-bits, I don't think they could do it. So it's Street Fighter, there's that on... Like Street Fighter 2. Mm-hmm. And there's also like um, Smash TVs on the Commodore 64 and oh, stuff. Right. Smash TV. I would love to see that. But I'm going to pick Paperboy. I'm going to pick Paperboy on the 8 bits. And I want you to. Because I loved Paperboy on the main. It's fucking amazing. So Paperboy. It's really difficult as well, I think. Paperboy, what format, sorry? Try playing that like drinking game. Um, on the 8-bits you can go for the Spectrum and I'll go with the Commodore and we'll see what it's like okay cool my choice if I may mm. be so bold Roller Coaster Roller Coaster what the hell is that it's Roller Coaster is what it is I'm not going to tell you just eight, on the Spectrum Roller Coaster I was dead tempted to pick Hopper Copper but I didn't pick it is that the one that you sent us a picture of yeah <laughs> bottom of the back you know, um, on the Commodore 64, there's a game where there's a guy, like a policeman, on one of those hoppers, you know, like bouncy things. Yeah, um, they made a game about what they, that. What they called? Um, 
Hoppers. Space Hoppers. Space Hoppers. Space Hoppers. Yeah, Space Hoppers. Hoppers. What's a lovely... Do that again. That's lovely. It's like, it's like, it's like, like two peens. He's got two peens. Two weenies. He's viciously masturbating. Whilst yeah. bouncing my whole Oh, my oh, whole oh winning my eye. <laughs> Holy shit. What's your... Um, the most hectic uh, Spectrum game I ever played. By Mirasoft. On, mm. It was on the Spectrum called Dynamite Dan. Dynamite Dan. It is the most hectic, constant, just That's proper nutcase, nutcase game. Have a look at some pictures and shit. <laughs> Dynamite Dan. Dynamite Dan. I hope it's on the Commodore because I don't like going near a spectrum. I remember Day Dan. Uh, Dan Day. Maybe. Remember Dan Day? Yeah, remember Dan, Dan Day. Day. Mekons. Huh? Mekons? That was the baddies, wasn't it? Oh, uh, was it? Like the Mr. Um, Rons. Mr. Ron. getting mixed up with Cybertron. Good luck with all the corrections. <laughs> it's on the ZX Spectrum, Commodore 64, and the Amstrad, and the MSX. Mm-hmm. And it was voted. 1985's best platform game on all platforms. Wow. All platforms. That's all of them, though. That's 30 years ago. 31 years ago. Fucking hell. Fucking That was awarded so best platform game. The remit, we're retro gaming. We're back again. Yeah, we're back uh, where we never went. Well, oh, not more this type of thing. <laughs> no, no, this is completely... I'm, I'm seeing pictures that, of... They're like fantasy. This is just... He comes in on a hot air balloon. He gets out the hot air balloon everything in the whole world is really bright colours and moving around. Bloody... Look at that. It's very... Uh, it's just hectic. You couldn't play it off your nut. <laughs> you couldn't. Well, I'm a, I'm a consummate professional. I would never play a game off my nut. So. Oh, you know what? It's by Silversoft. Uh, Silverberg. Who made that stupid uh, Hopper Copper thing. Is it? Hmm? I, and they made another... I went on uh, Moby Games and they make some the one, really not, stupid games. Like. Not the cover I had, like the one I had. Same he's, game though. He's spooky in the background, man. So Paperboy in 8-bit, Roller Coaster, and Dynamite Dan. That's what. That's what homework for the next episode. Brilliant. Well, Michael, thank you very much for joining us again. Thank you. And, and hopefully, I've, hopefully you'll I've enjoyed it. You'll come back presently. Mm-hmm. Whenever you Streets need. Streets of Rage uh, special that I'm sure. Mm. Do you want to give a quick review of, what you, of your experience? Synced a bit like in the, in um, the vein of Marty Schumacher. So I rate it? eight out of eight, mate. Great bit. <laughs> um, do not hesitate to gyrate on your um, plate. <laughs> no, it was good. I had a, I had a nice time. Um, nice. What was yeah, your favourite part? Lovely. I think we've, we've bonded the three of us. What was your favourite part? My favourite part was playing the games and the intro to the first episode we did. I enjoyed playing those games. I really <laughs> reading those movie uh, synopsis. Out there, that was that was level two. Yeah. That wasn't it. That, that was, was like next yeah. step up. It's the the the, the listener's got to get through a lot of bollocks to get to that bit. Like that's what, how day. <laughs> that's what she may well have said when she was trying to get through loads of bollocks. Yeah. How very dare you. Yeah. No, it's been a learning experience for me. <laughs> I feel like, like I've, I feel like lane. Balls Boulevard, Balls Boulevard, <laughs> Sack Square. <laughs> Chase was always a uh, Chevy Chase. There was a place, wasn't there a place in the Metro Centre called Chevy Chase? There was. Uh, um, there's also a place called Chevy Chase in Washington, 
DC, I believe. Oh. Uh, I say, I believe, I know. Do you think bulls have a bad, like, rep? You know, like... Bulls, Testicles. Yeah, like, everyone's like, bulls, it's, you know... Yeah, it's a lot of bulls. I could happily, unless, you know, they serve a purpose, without that, I could happily live without them, like... Without testicles? Yeah, I mean, they don't provide me any... They're a weakness, aren't they? They're like, yeah. you know, at any moment you can get kicked when, in the testicles. When you, get, when you get hit, even if it's just, like, an accidental, you know, it's a, you're being climbed over... And you get an accidental <laughs> knee, or even if you like, you're running and your shorts are a bit too loose and they sort of clack together. When I mean, you got a bit yeah. of summer slack going on, yeah, summer slacks on the go, and they sort mm. of whack off each other. Or you know, it's. Do you, do you remember that? Not, that it's that, not. It's not a nice feeling. Like a toy that was quite uh, big back in the nineties. Yes. The, the sort of fluorescent green and With yellow. The two little balls hitting each other. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what the exact noise that my testicles make when I go past. Three miles an hour. Really? Yeah. Because for the, the bus. They've been replaced by hollow wooden balls. Yes. Plastic. Hollow, hollow plastic balls. Hollow plastic. Even better. No testicles. A question. Yeah, I wish you would. Yeah, please. You, you know, in Terminator. Mm-hmm. So they yeah. wanted to make the mm-hmm. Terminator yeah. look as much like a human mm-hmm. as physically possible. Yeah, I you see where you're going. They went to no. all the like time and like to issue them testicles I was doing some research uh, for the the robot battles that we talked about right there was a picture of them them naked and he just had like a Ken sort of Ken and Barbie smoothness where did you see that on the um, I just googled Terminator T800 penis and that's what came up I just, I just wanted. That to was see it. Um, <laughs> that was at the time when we were also googling um, Sarah Connor hot dog, uh-huh. and um, John Connor similar things. John Connor similar things. Yeah. yeah, the John Connor, the John Connor handlebars. Yeah, the John Connor handlebars from his composition. <laughs> I just think it, if you're given <laughs> the, the Terminator set of balls, yeah. Like where do you draw the line? Do you, like does he go the toilet? Does he go right the toilet? Does he have nipples? Does he? Um... Yeah, but they're guns as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that, on that bombshell, uh, I think. Yeah, on that grenade fragment. A rush, my bomb. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much again, Michael. Thank you. Thank you, Thank Ross. You. Thank you. And that's the end of Garnock's Lair. I didn't Forever. I forgot to tell you, that's the last episode. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, Simon! <laughs> yeah. Whoever you are. made up character. I, yeah. I just don't think we're going to make it to episode 10. Um, right, yeah, bye then. Bye! Bye. Bye. <laughs>
This one's really short. Is it? That's what she said. So, whoops, whoops. <laughs>